All right, I want to tell you the story of an interaction that I had a few days ago that has really stuck with me with a homeless man. And to tell this story, I thought I'd light these candles and create a little bit more atmosphere. So, I went to see a friend of mine play uh, a concert and I'm walking home because the concert finished and I'm on my phone and a voice calls out in, and this is all in French and it's rapid fire, he's a quick speaker, making some jokes about how all young people are on their phones, don't forget to look up while you're walking. My initial reaction to that is slightly defensive, but he has a point. I make a big effort not to spend my time glued to my phone, especially while I'm out and about walking, but it happens, it's almost like a reflex sometimes. So I look up and uh, I see this man who is looking at me with a smile and he, he continues to speak very quickly and he makes some sort of allusion to how he will sometimes be an Uber by foot. And he explains the concept to me. He joins people on walks and talks with them and reveals to them one of their big secrets. I think my body language is showing a couple of things. The first is, you know, interactions with homeless people or people that are begging happens all the time in Paris. It's, it's a sad reality, but it's something that, you know, you come up against all the time and you become in some ways desensitized to it or, or at the very least used to it. And I, I feel for these people, but I also keep my guard up because you never know if somebody is dealing with a mental illness or um, could hurt you. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't, you don't know these people. And after walking for, I don't know, 10, 20 meters, I stop and I'm looking at him, attempting to understand his explanation of the Uber by foot and whatnot. He sees that I've stopped and he sees that I'm paying attention to him, which I sensed was something that he wasn't used to. All this is happening so quickly. He makes a joke in that moment where he's like, could I come to your place and take a shower? I'm thinking in my head, there's absolutely no way this is gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know this guy. But I stay put, instead of walking away or ignoring him, I'm looking at him, I'm facing him, and I'm responding to him. And then he asked me if we could go to the market just at the corner of the street and if I could buy him a little bit of food. And to that I say yes. I've had mixed feelings about giving money to the homeless or, or people that are begging. I don't like the idea of funding cigarettes or alcohol use or drug usage. And when you give somebody money, you don't know where it's going to go. I don't blame these people for resorting to substances. I'm sure that if I were in a similar situation, I would want any comfort I could possibly get my hands on. But it's still something that I don't, I don't feel good about doing. I say all of that just to say that when this man on this particular evening asked me to buy some food at the market, I said yes without hesitating. And at that point, he's, you know, he's pleased, but he's also making an effort to make sure I don't run off or leave or whatnot. So he's, he's trying to keep me close. And we walk over to the market and we enter. He goes and grabs some pound cake and a couple of cans of tuna. And as he's doing this, he's explaining to me, he's saying, yep, this will last me a couple of days. Okay, I'll just get one or two of these things. I can tell that he's trying to be in his own way, I suppose, respectful of my resources. I don't know what he was thinking, but I imagine he was thinking, I got a little bit, I'm fortunate to have found somebody who's willing to buy me some food, right? So he just grabs a few items and he takes it up to the cashier. And I'm looking at these items, right? And I think to myself, that's it? That's all you're gonna take? Like this is, it's not a lot. 
right? And I'm imagining, I mean, I have no idea what he has, but I'm imagining he doesn't have an awful lot if he's on the streets asking for people to buy him food, right? So I say to him, get some more, like just grab, take more things. And he's like, there's a moment where he's surprised and then he turns around and, and goes, okay, I'll, I'll just grab one or two more things. So he grabs a couple more cans of tuna and a little bit of bread. And as he's saying this, again, he's explaining, he's, he's calculating, but out loud, he's like, there's two others. It sounded like he was staying with or living with two other people somewhere. So he's thinking about them as well. And so he grabs these cans of tuna, he grabs the bread, he comes back to the cashier, right where I'm standing. We're alone in this market. And I look at it again and I go, that's it? Like, take more, please, take more. And we do this like three or four times. He's increasingly incredulous. I don't even know why I'm behaving this way. You know, a few minutes ago, I was nervous and on guard because this man I don't know on the street is approaching me, right? But at this stage, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I'm in this market here and I want to help this man. So after three or four rounds of this, we're at the counter. He's grabbed some soap. He's grabbed basic things, soap, Bread, tuna, pound cake. The cashier's smiling, observing this entire interaction. He's scanning everything. And the total comes out to like 73 euros or something like that. And this man next to me looks at that number and he's like, he, he had this big expression on his face. He was just like shocked, big eyes. He's like, I can't believe, what is going on? I can't believe this. And I'm thinking to myself in that moment, what I am doing is having an enormous impact on him based off of his reactions. He said at one point, this is enough food for a month, right? It was two bags full. Didn't seem like enough for a month to me, but perhaps for him. I'm having this tremendous impact on, at the very least, his evening, right? But to me, the, the, that's, those 73 euros is not a lot. I mean, it's a lot of money, right? You could take a trip with that, that much money. There's a lot of things you can purchase with 73 euros, which is like around $80. But if I'm gonna take a big step back, and think about it for a second. That is not a life-changing amount of money for me to lose those 73 euros, to never see them again. It makes no impact on me. I'm extremely fortunate to be in a situation like that, to be able to do something like this. And so we, you know, I pay. The cashier is now, f again, full-blown smiling. And I think he was impacted by the interaction he had just witnessed. And we step back out on the street and he's, and you know, this man is thanking me profusely with the two bags of groceries now in his hands. I shake his hand, you know, cause he's thanking me and I ask him for his name. His name was Boubacar. Then basically we say, you know, bonne soirée, good, good evening. And I turn around and I continue heading towards the Metro so that I can go home. You know, everything happened so quickly. I was just processing that entire interaction, how quickly everything evolved. Once I had crossed the street, I turned around once and saw him waving at me, still thanking me. And then I turned back around, kept walking, and then turned around one more time to see if he was there, and he was gone. One thought I had was how thrilled I was to discover that I could remember my humanity in a moment where it counted, you know, where it mattered. Somebody was asking me for some help, and instead of shutting them out or ignoring them or just continuing with my evening, I took a few moments to have this interaction. And 
I don't really care what ends up happening with that food. I imagine he's just going to eat it, right? But even if it were, whatever, some sort of situation where he asks for food and then he sells it to somebody else or whatever, I don't know. I don't care. What, I, what, what matters to me was this interaction that happened between the two of us that felt very real. It was a moment where I felt very intensely the joy of sharing. I had a lot of reflections also around how when we are able to bypass being on guard, you know, the, the feelings of needing to protect yourself uh, and not trusting others, that some really incredible things can happen in such a short window of time too. I mean, this entire interaction happened in under five minutes, I want to say. And I don't know what came over me when we were in the market and I kept insisting, take more, take more, take more. But it was something that really impacted me, certainly for the rest of the evening, but also in the days since this has happened. I suppose at some level, interactions like this one really put into perspective for me, the big picture about the things that matter, about my situation in this life, the, the good fortune that I have, the privilege that I have. And in a sense, that was sort of the, the, the gift that I received from this interaction. I think this is a really rich and subtle topic because I really believe that giving should only be done, you know, out of the, out of the good of your heart and not out of obligation or guilt. Unfortunately, there is a lot of stigma uh, or, or, you know, pressures that exist to be generous and the energy in the action matters a lot, you know. When you give, it has to come without attachment. It should never come with any sort of idea or expectation of anything in return. I don't know, something about this whole interaction felt like a, an important story to share. So I hope you enjoyed listening and I'll see you soon.